letter six of the borough by george crabbe this librivox recording is in the public domain letter six professions law quid leges sine moribus vanae proficiunt horace ve misero mihi mei nunc facinora apparentur clam quae sperave for manilius trades and professions of every kind to be found in the borough its seamen and soldiers law the danger of the subject codrigan's offence attorneys increased their splendid appearance how supported some worthy exceptions spirit of litigation how stirred up a boy articled as a clerk his ideas how this profession perverts the judgment actions appear through this medium in a false light success from honest application archer a worthy character swallow a character of a different kind his origin progress success and so on trades and professions these are themes the muse left to her freedom would forbear to choose but to our borough they in truth belong and we perforce must take them in our song be it then known that we can boast of these in all denominations ranks degrees all who our numerous wants through life supply who soothe us sick attend us when we die or for the dead their various talents try then have we those who live by secret arts by hunting fortunes and by stealing hearts or who by nobler means themselves advance or who subsist by charity and chance say of our native heroes shall i boast born in our streets to thunder on our coast our borough seamen could the timid muse more patriot ardour in their breasts infuse or could she paint their merit or their skill she wants not love alacrity or will but needless all that ardour is their own and for their deeds themselves have made them known soldiers in arms defenders of our soil who from destruction save us who from spoil protect the sons of peace who traffic or who toil would i could duly praise you that each deed your foes might honour and your friends might read this too is needless you've imprinted well your powers and told what i should feebly tell besides a muse like mine to satire prone would fail in themes where there is praise alone law shall i sing or what to law belongs alas there may be danger in such songs a foolish rhyme tis said a trifling thing the law found treason for it touched the king but kings have mercy in these happy times or surely one had suffered for his rhymes our glorious edwards and our henry's bold so touched had kept the reprobate in hold but he escaped nor fear thank heaven have i who love my king for such offence to die but i am taught the danger would be much if these poor lines should one attorney touch one of those limbs of law who are always here the heads come down to guide them twice a year i might not swing indeed but he in sport would whip a rhymer on from court to court stop him in each and make him pay for all the long proceedings in that dreaded hall 
then let my numbers flow discreetly on warned by the fate of luckless codrington lest some attorney pardon me the name should wound a poor solicitor for fame one man of law in george the second's reign was all our frugal fathers would maintain he too was kept for forms a man of peace to frame a contract or to draw a lease he had a clerk with whom he used to write all the day long with whom he drank at night spare was his visage moderate his bill and he so kind men doubted of his skill who thinks of this with some amazement sees for one so poor three flourishing at ease nay one in splendour see that mansion tall that lofty door the far resounding hall well furnished rooms plate shining on the board gay liveried lads and cellar proudly stored then say how comes it that such fortunes crown these sons of strife these terrors of the town lo that small office there the incautious guest goes blindfold in and that maintains the rest there in his web the observant spider lies and peers about for fat intruding flies doubtful at first he hears the distant hum and feels them fluttering as they nearer come they buzz and blink and doubtfully they tread on the strong bird-lime of the utmost thread but when they're once entangled by the gin with what an eager clasp he draws them in nor shall they scape till after long delay and all that sweetens life is drawn away nay this you cry is commonplace the tale of petty tradesmen or their evening ale there are who living by the legal pen are held in honour honourable men doubtless there are who hold manorial courts or whom the trust of powerful friends supports or who by labouring through a length of time have picked their way unsullied by a crime these are the few in this in every place fix the litigious rupture-stirring race who to contention as to trade are led to whom dispute and strife are bliss and bread there is a doubtful pauper and we think tis not with us to give him meat and drink there is a child and tis not mighty clear whether the mother lived with us a year a road's indicted and our seniors doubt if in our proper boundary or without but what says our attorney he our friend tells us tis just and manly to contend what to a neighbouring parish yield your cause while you have money and the nation laws what lose without a trial that which tried may nay it must be given on our side all men of spirit would contend such men than lose a pound would rather hazard ten what be imposed on no a british soul despises imposition hates control the law is open let them if they dare support their cause the borough need not spare all i advise is vigour and good will is it agreed then shall i file a bill the trader grazier merchant priest and all whose sons aspiring to professions call choose from their lads some bold and subtle boy and judge him fitted for this grave employ 
him a keen old practitioner admits to write five years and exercise his wits the youth has heard it is in fact his creed mankind dispute that lawyers may be feed jails bailiffs writs all terms and threats of law grow now familiar as once top and taw rage hatred fear the mind's severer ills all bring employment all augment his bills as feels the surgeon for the mangled limb the mangled mind is but a job for him thus taught to think these legal reasoners draw morals and maxims from their views of law they cease to judge by precepts taught in schools by man's plain sense or by religious rules no nor by law itself in truth discerned but as its statutes may be warped and turned they in their books and not their bosoms read of some good act you speak with just applause oh no no says he twould be a losing cause blame you some tyrant's deed he answers nay he'll get a verdict heed you what you say thus to conclusions from examples led the heart resigns all judgment to the head law law alone forever kept in view his measures guides and rules his conscience too of ten commandments he confesses three are yet in force and tells you which they be as law instructs him thus your neighbour's wife you must not take his chattels nor his life break these decrees for damage you must pay these you must reverence and the rest you may law was designed to keep a state in peace to punish robbery that wrong might cease to be impregnable a constant fort to which the weak and injured might resort but these perverted minds its force employ not to protect mankind but to annoy and long as ammunition can be found its lightning flashes and its thunders sound or law with lawyers is an ample still wrought by the passion's heat with chemic skill while the fire burns the gains are quickly made and freely flow the profits of the trade nay when the fierceness fails these artists blow the dying fire and make the embers glow as long as they can make the smaller profits flow at length the process of itself will stop when they perceive they've drawn out every drop yet i repeat there are who nobly strive to keep the sense of moral worth alive men who would starve ere meanly deign to live on what deception and chicanery give and these at length succeed they have their strife their apprehensions stops and rubs in life but honour application care and skill shall bend opposing fortune to their will of such is archer he who keeps in awe contending parties by his threats of law he roughly honest has been long a guide in borough business on the conquering side and seen so much of both sides and so long he thinks the bias of man's mind goes wrong thus though he's friendly he is still severe surly though kind suspiciously sincere so much he's seen of baseness in the mind that while a friend to man he scorns mankind he knows the human heart and sees with dread by slight temptation how the strong are led 
he knows how interest can asunder rend the bond of parent master guardian friend to form a new and degrading tie twixt needy vice and tempting villainy sound in himself yet when such flaws appear he doubts of all and learns that self to fear for where so dark the moral view is grown a timid conscience trembles for her own the pitchy taint of general vice is such as daubs the fancy and you dread the touch far unlike him was one in former times famed for the spoil he gathered by his crimes who while his brethren nibbling held their prey he like an eagle seized and bore the whole away swallow a poor attorney brought his boy up at his desk and gave him his employ he would have bound him to an honest trade could preparations have been duly made the clerkship ended both the sire and son together did what business could be done sometimes they'd luck to stir up small disputes among their friends and raise them into suits though close and hard the father was content with this resource now old and indolent but his young swallow gaping and alive to fiercer feelings was resolved to thrive father he said but little can they win who hunt in couples where the game is thin let's part in peace and each pursue his gain where it may start our love may yet remain the parent growled he couldn't think that love made the young cockatrice his den remove but taught by habit he the truth suppressed forced a frank look and said he thought it best not long they'd parted ere dispute arose the game they hunted quickly made them foes some house the father by his art had won seemed a fit cause of contest to the son who raised a claimant and then found a way by a staunch witness to secure his prey the people cursed him but in times of need trusted in one so certain to succeed by law's dark byways he had stored his mind with wicked knowledge how to cheat mankind few are the freeholds in our ancient town a copyright from heir to heir came down from whence some heat arose when there was doubt in point of heirship but the fire went out till our attorney had the art to raise the dying spark and blow it to a blaze for this he now began his friends to treat his way to starve them was to make them eat and drink oblivious draughts to his applause it must be said he never starved a cause he'd roast and boiled upon his board the boast of half his victims was his boiled and roast and these at every hour he seldom took aside his client till he'd praised his cook nor to an office led him there in pain to give his story and go out again but first the brandy and the chine were seen and then the business came by starts between well if tis so the house to you belongs but have you money to redress these wrongs nay look not sad my friend if you're correct you'll find the friendship that you'd not expect if right the man the house was swallow's own if wrong his kindness and good will were shown rogue villain scoundrel cried the losers all he let them cry for what would that recall 
at length he left us took a village seat and like a vulture looked abroad for meat the borough booty give it all its praise had only served the appetite to raise but if from simple heirs he drew their land he might a noble feast at will command still he proceeded by his former rules his bait their pleasures when he fished for fools flagons and haunches on his board were placed and subtle avarice looked like thoughtless waste most of his friends though youth from him had fled were young were minors of their sires in dread or those whom widowed mothers kept in bounds and checked their generous rage for steeds and hounds or such as travelled cross the land to view a christian's conflict with a boxing jew some too had run upon newmarket heath with so much speed that they were out of breath others had tasted claret till they now to humbler port would turn and knew not how all these for favours would to swallow run who never sought their thanks for all he'd done he kindly took them by the hand then bowed politely low and thus his love avowed for he'd a way that many judged polite a cunning dog he'd fawn before he'd bite observe my friends the frailty of our race when age unmans us let me state a case there's our friend rupert we shall soon redress his present evil drink to our success i flatter not but did you ever see limbs better turned a prettier boy than he his senses all acute his passions such as nature gave she never does too much his the bold wish the cup of joy to drain and strength to bear it without qualm or pain now view his father as he dozing lies whose senses wake not when he opes his eyes who slips and shuffles when he means to walk and lisps and gabbles if he tries to talk feeling he's none he could as soon destroy the earth itself as aught it holds in joy a nurse attends him to lay straight his limbs present his gruel and respect his whims now shall this dotard from our hero hold his lands and lordships shall he hide his gold that which he cannot use and dare not show and will not give why longer should he owe yet twould be murder should we snap the locks and take the things he worships from the box so let him dote and dream but till he die shall not our generous heir receive supply for ever sitting on the river's brink and ever thirsty shall he fear to drink the means are simple let him only wish then say he's willing and i'll fill his dish they all applauded and not least the boy who now replied it filled his heart with joy to find he needed not deliverance crave of death or wish the justice in the grave who while he spent would every art retain of luring home the scattered gold again just as a fountain gaily spurts and plays with what returns in still and secret ways short was the dream of bliss he quickly found his father's acres all were swallows ground yet to those arts would other heroes lend a willing ear and swallow was their friend ever successful some began to think that satan helped him to his pen and ink and shrewd suspicions ran about the place there was a compact 
i must leave the case but of the parties had the fiend been one the business could not have been speedier done still when a man has angled day and night the silliest gudgeons will refuse to bite so swallow tried no more but if they came to seek his friendship that remained the same thus he retired in peace and some would say he'd balked his partner and had learned to pray to this some zealots lent an ear and sought how swallow felt then said a change is wrought twas true there wanted all the signs of grace but there were strong professions in their place then too the less that men from him expect the more the praise to the converting sect he had not yet subscribed to all their creed nor owned a call but he confessed the need his acquiescent speech his gracious look that pure attention when the brethren spoke was all contrition he had felt the wound and with confession would again be sound true swallow's board had still the sumptuous treat but could they blame the warmest zealots eat he drank twas needful his poor nerves to brace he swore twas habit he was grieved twas grace what could they do a new-born zeal to nurse oh his wealth undoubted let him hold our purse he'll add his bounty and the house will raise hard by the church and gather all her strays we'll watch her sinners as they home retire and pluck the brands from the devouring fire alas such speech was but an empty boast the good men reckoned but without their host swallow delighted took the trusted store and owned the sum they did not ask for more till more was needed when they called for aid and had it no their agent was afraid could he but know to whom he should refund he would most gladly nay he'd go beyond but when such numbers claimed when some were gone and others going he must hold it on the lord would help them loud their anger grew and while they threatened from his door withdrew he bowed politely low and bade them all adieu but lives the man by whom such deeds are done yes many such but swallow's race is run his name is lost for though his sons have name it is not his they all escape the shame nor is there vestige now of all he had his means are wasted for his heir was mad still we of swallow as a monster speak a hard bad man who preyed upon the weak End of letter six.